Hello everyone and welcome back to the sign of the dollar. So today I have with me a special guest. His name is Sam. So he, he's an admin on a political account uh, called Diverse Political Views. And today he's here with me to debate um, a topic which uh, I find very interesting. And that is taxation. As a lot of you may know from my political posts on my account, uh, I support a flat tax system or rather a two bracket uh, system, which is a flat tax, except there's also a bracket where... Um, People who have very low incomes don't have to pay any tax at all. Uh, as opposed to this, Sam supports a progressive tax system uh, while being a right-wing libertarian. So that's something that I want, wanted to uh, talk to him about and understand really uh, why he supports this kind of system. And hopefully we can have a thoughtful discussion. Uh, so first of all, how are you, Sam? Uh, I'm well. Thank you for being on the podcast. I'd like to start by asking you to, to, to give us just a brief overview of your political ideology, like where you land on the political compass, your your fundamental views, uh, your views on certain recent issues, if you'd like. Uh, j- just just something small um, about your political ideology in general. Uh, yeah. So like you said, I'm a uh, right libertarian, but I have some views that differ from the norm when it comes to libertarianism and right wing. So obviously I support a progressive tax rate, which is not right wing or libertarian. I also, for the most part, uh, I support less um, legislation and less government, except when it comes to taxes. Okay. I support increased like border security. Uh, I'm definitely more internationalist than nationalist. Okay. So, uh, we'll, so we'll, we'll go straight into debate. So this is not going to be like a formal debate. We'll, we'll just do, um, opening speeches and, and then we'll just like take it from there. We'll just rebut each other's points and, uh, j- just have a more of an open discussion rather than a, a strict debate format. So, um, if you'd like to start. Okay. So, uh, I support a progressive tax rate because when there's more money for the government, obviously with a progressive tax rate, because when the, obviously the poor has a the smallest disposable income, so a flat tax rate would hurt them more than the upper class. So when you have a rule that everyone must pay an equal share of their income, revenue would be restricted to the rate that the lowest earning workers can afford to pay. Um, it also uh, prevents political and social instability by limiting the gap between classes. So the 2015 consumer expenditures report um, illustrates this, found that the lowest earning fifth of the population spent $24,470 in 2015. Of that, they spent 15% on food, 35% on shelter and utilities, and just 2% on retirement savings. The highest earning fifth spent $110,500. Of that, they spent 11% 11% on food, 33% on shelter and utilities, and 14% on retirement savings. The flat tax rate shifts the burdens of, away from the rich and toward the poor. And so those with greater influence in, so with progressive tax rate, those with greater influence in society have to pay more. Okay. I'll just, I'll just give a, a brief explanation without directly uh, addressing your points about why I support a flat tax rate. So, Firstly, I, I, I think a flat tax rate is the most fair and proportionate because, first of all, a flat tax rate means you have a percentage, which means you're, even if you start earning more, you're going to start paying more, except it's going at a proportionate rate, unlike a progressive tax, where if you start earning more, your the amount that you have to pay in taxes increases a lot. So, for example, if I'm at the top of a particular tax bracket and 
I'm say say I'm earning like thirty six thousand dollars a year, just just a random example. And the next tax bracket is thirty eight thousand dollars a year. So if I start earning two thousand dollars more, my tax rate will increase by say four or five percent. And what this does is it gives me a loss of incentive to actually work to get that much more money. And people climbing the economic ladder and always trying to become more wealthy is what really drives the economy. So if you have a progressive tax, what it does is it gives these people a loss of incentive when they're at the top of a tax bracket to start earning any more because they're going to be at a loss. If they start earning just a little bit more, they're going to they're going to have to pay even more than the amount that they're earning more in taxes. So uh, in the, at the end of the day, they're earning less. So as I've mentioned in my first podcast and a couple more times, I, I don't believe that rich people should be treated badly or, or, or that rich people should be looked looked down upon by lower people. It's, it's not that their ability and their wealth is taking away from poor people. I, I, I think that's completely ridiculous. I think that rich people are actually, uh, a lot of them, at least their pursuit in getting money, if they've earned their money thoroughly by themselves, then I think it's very respectable. And I think that if, if they've earned that money, they should be rewarded for it. They shouldn't be punished for it. So the fact that there is such a big gap in between the poor and the rich doesn't bother me at all. That doesn't hurt the economy in the slightest. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not that the rich being richer is taking away from the poor. Instead of focusing on bringing the rich down, we should focusing on uplifting the poor. So the, the, the problem is that when, when we look, look at rich people, because it happens in my school, even though a lot of people are rich, it, it happens in a lot of places I've seen that people are like, oh, like it's usually a bad characteristic. It's associated with bad things like, oh, he's, he's stinking rich, you know? Uh, and, and I and I don't find that very fair because I think once people start earning more money, they they deserve that much more, and that's why they have such so so much more spending. And I think it's completely justified because they've earned that money and they they can do what they want with it. Now that doesn't mean that the poor that poor people aren't working hard. That doesn't mean that poor people don't deserve a certain amount of money. Of course, there is some luck associated with being rich, but. To, to act like people who are rich, I mean, yes, it can be inherited sometimes. But in the U.S., where a lot of the times, if you have a more of a free market system, uh, it's it's hard to inherit wealth and maintain it. You still need some sort of merit to be able to maintain that wealth and to be, be able to earn more. So I find it very respectable when people earn their money and when they have uh, uh, like a large amount of money. So I, I think it's unfair to put a, a larger and larger burden on them because at the moment, the tax system, although it has been slightly improved, it, it, it puts a huge burden on the top 10%. The top 10% pay for over 90% of all uh, government tax revenue. And I find that completely ridiculous. Um, it should be proportionate. If you have a flat tax, what's going to happen is once you start earning more, you are going to start paying more regardless. So it, 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 it doesn't matter that you're, you're earning more and, and the tax rate is remaining the same. We have to remember that it's a rate. It's not an amount. All right. So I would agree with most of what you said uh, when it comes to uh, like the hatred of the rich. I think uh, that there is a really bad culture in our society where people see the rich as these like evil, uh, manipulative people. And I totally yeah. disagree with that. I also, the majority of people in the top 1% did not inherit their money. So uh, 80% did not inherit their money. And also, it's, like you said, very difficult for you to retain your money even if you've inherited. Right. When So the problem, I think, with 
the gap between classes is not just that there are rich people and there are poor people. The problem is that there's a very large political and social instability when, when you have a large gap between classes. So the uh, often there will be a big difference politically between the upper class and the lower class, and there will also be a separation kind of like a, a segregation between the two classes uh, not just in wealth, but in like social life as well. Rich pay like ninety percent in government uh, uh, tax credit. Tax, tax, yeah. So right. Um, I think that that is perfectly reasonable because they also have the they have the greatest influence in society as well. Since they have that money and they pay that large portion of tax for the government, then that that means that they also have greater influence on our society. Okay. Uh, have you heard of um, supply side economics or trickle trickle down economics? Yes. So here, here's the thing: when you have when you overtax the rich, spending r- r- rich people spending actually helps the economy a lot. And on top of that, rich people being wealthy, very wealthy, also helps the economy a lot. First of all, uh, capitalists they, they create jobs for for millions of people if we're talking about big corporations if we're talking about the the ultra wealthy they provide jobs for thousands and thousands and thousands in some cases even millions of people so if we if we tax them to a point where they can no longer do this and also when they can no longer spend on these luxuries for example if for example i have some 10 million dollars as my net worth and a private jet costs 2 million dollars that's probably inaccurate i i know that the minimum price is some 2 million but it's usually more but anyway that's just an example if you tax me to the point where i can no longer afford to make an investment in that private jet you're going to collapse the economy of of private jets because there's no longer going to be people rich enough or there's going to be very few people rich enough to buy a private jet. What, what What's going to happen is, first of all, you, you're going to hurt the salesmen who are selling the jet. You're going to hurt the, the employees of the company. Uh, you're going to hurt the people who are working on that jet in the first place, the unskilled laborers. So you're you're hurting everyone in the economic cycle. By taking away from the rich, you're hurt, that effect is trickling down to the rest of, the, of, of society. And that's what trickle-down ec- economics is. I've heard people rebut this, the, this ideology, but it's, it's proven statistically that it does have an effect on, on other people once you overtax the rich. So... I I don't really think it's it's fair to do that. And and on top of on top of that, what you said about there being a gap between the the poor and the rich, right? Yes, it can co- cause uh, social instability, or rather, it can cause like a social d- divide. I think that's more of a cultural thing than it has to do with 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 um fiscal policy because I don't think that the government should bring down the rich to clo- to make that gap. Uh, less. I think if the gap's there, it's fine. If, but if we want rich people and poor people to interact with each other and for there to be less uh, social uproar when it comes to these kinds of things, it's more of a cultural thing. It's unfair just to bring s- certain people down so, so that you can fix social issues. It's their hard-earned money. And once you start taking so much from it, you, you don't have a right to, to that much money. And when we're talking about government rev- revenue, they, they, they don't need that much money to to do what they do in these programs they uh for example 
yes, they need a shit ton of tax money if they want single-payer health care. Yes, they need a shit ton of tax money if they want Medicare for all. And I'm sure you don't support those things, but I'm just giving you an example. If 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 we if we cut taxes, if we have a flat tax around 15 to 20 percent and um, a, a line at which you pay no tax below, then what, what's going to happen is, first of all, people are going to have incentive to keep getting wealthier. That's going to help our economy. Second of all, the government are still going to have enough tax revenue as long as they cut their spending because the government spends way too much in the U.S., a lot of their money is spent on the welfare state. And I'm sure you'd agree with me that the welfare state is quite counterproductive and it doesn't help that much. The welfare state helps to keep poor people poor. It helps to keep a population dependent, gives people an incentive not to work. So it causes a loss in productivity. It has a lot of disadvantages, and I'm sure you'd agree with that. We might just disagree about uh, what level of revenue that the government needs to maintain some level of welfare. But but that's what I think. I think that even if you have a flat tax, the government is going to get enough money. So with the, with the part about the tax revenue when it comes to the government, I think that's that's not much of a problem. When it comes to the gap between the rich and the poor, I think that's more of a cultural issue. issue. And the government has no business coming in and changing fiscal policy and punishing rich people for, for being productive and taking away from their ability to help others by their expenditure and to help others by their uh, entrepreneurship. I, I think that's unfair and I don't think it's right. I think it's, to, to be to be quite frank, I think it's even morally wrong. It's ineffective. And on top of that, I, I don't see it to be morally right. Okay, so um, for your first point, which um, with the private jet, we've had a progressive tax rate since the 1800s. And I think there's still, there's still been rich people and there's still been people buying things like private jets. And there's, they still put a lot of money into the economy because even with the a progressive tax rate they still have uh they still have a lot of money to spend on other things because they uh, they don't need all their money which uh, i'm not saying they shouldn't have the money even with the higher taxes they definitely still have enough to put a lot of money back into the economy i also think for your last point about uh, morality i'm libertarian so i don't think any uh legislation should be based on morality whether it's like either way. So I think it should be based on things that that we can like that aren't subjective, right? Uh, like you said it's it decreases productivity that is that would be something that is worth taking into account for when you look at tax rates, but I don't think that morality should have any say in our legislation. Okay, I actually dis- disagree with that a lot and I am as libertarian as you can get. Yeah. Um I, I think you've misrepresented the the ideology of libertarianism because libertarianism doesn't say that uh, morality can't have an influence on in lawmaking. It just says that the use of force is inappropriate in cases where you're not infringing on other people's light uh, on other people's rights. So, uh, for example, the government can't say that I can and cannot do something because it's moral or immoral. And I'm, I'm yeah, so I'm sure you agree that that's. Um, a, a stance that a libertarian would take. And that's a stance that I would take as well. For example, like I've said in my previous podcasts, uh, I support the legalization of marijuana as a libertarian. And that's not because I believe marijuana to be a good substance or because I want to smoke it myself, but rather because I believe in uh, individual choice and individual liberties. Uh, and I believe that the government only has the um, the right to apply the use of force and to apply legislation in a case where people are directly infringing on other people's rights. Because the government's job, I believe, is to protect the, um, people's rights, not to infringe upon them. Once they become too big, they start infringing upon them. So 
that's one example of what I think is definitely infringing on people's rights. And that is definitely a progressive tax rate. I think that because people have a right to their mind. People have a right to the products that they have earned. People have a right to the money that they have earned. So by by taking away more and more from them as they're earning more, I, I believe it to be morally wrong. And I think, yes, moral morals should have an influence in that legislation. And it's it's our ideology, it's our morals as libertarians that people that the government shouldn't interfere in people's individual choices, individual rights. And that's what influences our um our idea of of laws. So there's still morality is still having a say in legislation. We're we're just not going to the extent where people have to follow certain things because they're common moral standards. Like I'm I'm sure a lot of libertarians would agree that there should be a penalty for for murdering people. I, I'm a libertarian. I support the death penalty. I support the death penalty because I think there are cases where people do deserve to die for for the things that they've done. Uh, I don't know what what your thoughts about are on that, but uh, I, let's not get into that because that's a completely <laughs> different stream. But um, uh, I think morality should definitely um, should definitely have an influence on on this lawmaking. Why why should we do things that we as a society and we can describe and explain using reason that are morally wrong? A lot of people support these things because they don't understand the moral morality behind them. They 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 haven't seen. Um, the the effects that it has they they, they haven't studied uh, philosophy or they haven't studied moral philosophy to the extent that they can that, that they can take a, a moral stance not just a political one so that's why I think morality is very important when it comes to this so morality I think a libertarian's ideology would be that morality shouldn't have an impact on um, lawmaking when you're increasing the amount of laws and bureaucracy but when you're decreasing them like having a flat tax would be a form of deregulation right yeah. so if 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 we're making a law that decreases flat taxes uh that, sorry that decreases uh tax rates for uh, richer people that's that's not uh, that's not an implementing you don't have to implement an, a new law you could obviously you do need to pass a, a new law to make that thing clear but what you're doing really is deregulating which means cutting down on laws so when you're cutting down laws i think it's absolutely appropriate to have um morality have an influence on uh, legal decision making and that's what happens that's what libertarians believe in we we believe that in very trivial or not trivial but things that are very personal uh, people the government shouldn't have a say in it and that's when the government becomes involved too much but flat, people who advocate for a flat tax are saying that the government should be involved less and yes there there, there needs to be a tax rate for the government to earn any kind of money uh, and would be an, would I'd be an anarchist if I if I believe that there shouldn't be any tax rate I believe that there should be a tax rate but it should be a flat tax rate and and it should go uh, it should go to the to the government and the government shouldn't spend it on things that do not have to do with protecting the rights of people and healthcare sorry healthcare is not a right shelter is not a right these things are not rights i don't believe in these kinds of rights um i i don't think that they're rights i think they have to be earned by people i think rights involve things that are given to us inherently that is the right to our mind and the right to our life and all other rights stem from that so i don't believe that healthcare is right i don't believe these other things are right i i, I think you probably agree with me on that yeah. um so so that's why i think that the government doesn't have business spending too much in other things when it comes to health care when it comes to uh, education yes there should be some level of um public education but the, the amount of spending on public education at the moment is just too much uh, i don't know if you agree on that but i i believe that it's too much so i like like i said i said before that the 
to do with government spending, uh, the tax revenue from a flat tax would be more than enough. And reinforcing what I said about morality having an influence on legal decision making, I think that it certainly should. But people shouldn't be involved. The government shouldn't be involved in determining everybody's um, set of morals. So the government shouldn't have the right to tell you that you can and cannot do like things that are that that personal on that level if, if they do involve infringing on other people's rights like murdering them uh committing violence against them then yes the government should have a right right to do something so th- that's that's the libertarian ideology that the use of force is only um o- only reasonable in, in the case where other people are using force uh, wrongly and that they're that, that they're infringing on other people's rights so yeah like i said the government's job is to protect people's rights and a progressive tax i believe isn't protecting their rights. Um, so I would definitely disagree with your point about morals, and you kind of said it in uh, your last statement, where the only job of the government should be to uh, protect people's rights. And so outlying things like murder are definitely protecting people's rights. They aren't like they aren't based on morality. The fact that that legislation exists isn't uh, because it's morally wrong to kill a person, although most people would agree with that. It's because it's protecting our... Um, are right protecting our, uh, th- yeah. that is that is a set of morals of uh, protecting people's rights believing that you need to protect people's right that that, that is a set of morals Pre- uh, believing that life is right that's also a moral that's also an underlying moral philosophy that has gotten us so far so these basic universal moral uh, principles that we can agree on such as murder is wrong and things like this they, they do influence decision making and they do inf- influence libertarian decision decision making as well it's just deregulation when it comes to taxation is uh, the reason it is liber- it is a libertarian philosophy is is because it's not co- it's not implementing more laws it's not it's not infringing on people's rights but rather it's done in the interest of protecting them because like i said i believe strongly in the right to your mind and i and i uh, i don't know if you've read atlas shrugged i don't know if you've read ayn rand but um this is something that is really at the base of her philosophy of, of objectivism. And she herself would definitely be a libertarian when it comes to d- decision-making. She also believes that the use of force is only, um, can only be applied in a case where you're infringing on other people's rights. But like I said, this is a set of morals. It, it's, only a se- it's, it's a set of morals that says that we shouldn't be able to determine someone's entire um, morality. We, but we should be able to stop them from from doing things that we know to be morally wrong because we've we've experienced as a society, and it's these moral uh, principles, these universal moral principles that we have that have helped us get so far. M- morality isn't all subjective. You, I don't think that's a fair statement at all. And people who say that it's really counterproductive because morality is is what's gotten us so far. And by saying that there's no right or wrong or that it's entirely subjective isn't helping us at all. Yes, it can get complicated to the point where people have different opinions. And yes, that's going to happen. It's bound to happen. So that's why we don't have uh, laws, which that's why libertarians believe that we shouldn't have laws that go to the extent that people telling people that they have to think a certain way, because then again, that would be infringing their right to their mind. But I, I think that certainly morality does have an imp- an influence on legal decision making. It, it has an imp- influence on legal decision making as libertarians as well. Our very ideology of protecting people's rights is a set of morals. Okay, so um, I think that the rights are definitely partly based on morals, but they are also based on 
preserving our culture and our nation. So I think that while the rights may have may have been influenced somewhat by morality, um, well, almost certainly they have. But the legislation we make today should not be separate from it should not be based on morality is separate from the bill zone from the rights we have as citizens so if we have some some law that's based on morality like gay people shouldn't be allowed to marry like that that's a law based on morality so i think that that would be something that's definitely not something that's in the bill of rights or any of our rights where we that gay people shouldn't be able to marry i think that it's based on our laws should be based on our rights but our Laws shouldn't be based on morality that is separate from our rights. And I think that like something like abortion is a good example of this. Like half the country is, um, okay, so killing a baby is wrong, right? And then the other half is like, okay, well, requiring the mother to keep the baby is also wrong. So there's a moral divide there, and it's definitely a subjective thing. And I think that lawmaking should not be based on that. And I think definitely all morality is subjective. I think there are things that are more accepted morality than others like obviously most people would say that murder is wrong but there's always the basis of morality is that there isn't a there people have different morals and that's there isn't unless you go into like religion there's no objective morals because i mean there's probably a person who thinks the murder is fine like maybe someone who this is gonna take a weird turn but uh thanos from infinity war <laughs> He, so he thinks that killing people would be morally right because it helps the prosperity of the world. But we, 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 we all agree that he is a maniac yeah. and he's evil. <laughs> but so, yes, okay, people do, do hold different um, uh, views. But I, I think that there are – people will always have different um, views. But I think that there are, are objective standards. And the reason that people have different views is when situations become more complex. You, you gave me the example of Thanos. The situation <laughs> is that – there's there's uh, overpopulation in the universe, and uh, creating more resources will not um, be sustainable. So his idea is that we're going to help the universe. We're going to end its suffering by killing off half half, peop- half of the people. And this th- this is still crazy, but it does have some kind of a justification behind it. So yes, you could consider it a set of morals. But we we know that <laughs> your dog's barking. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right yeah so b- 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 <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a dog do you have oh uh, it's a it's a mutt we have no idea what he is oh oh it's a mongrel it's a mutt so it's just like a mix of things that we have no right yeah well right. anyway back to <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah so, so <laughs> thanos right uh, so <laughs> Damn it. sorry about that <laughs> That's alright. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as I was saying, Thanos, we, we can ag- agree on, on why he's wrong. But I don't think it's only the fact that we can agree that ma- makes it right and wrong. I think morality is heavily dependent on on reality. Because our way of determining morality, and this is something that I explore in my book a lot deeper, but I'll try to uh, touch on it very briefly. Um, our, our, our way of coming to moral conclusions, well, um, is, or at least should be, um, our rational thinking or our, our, our reason or our mind. And, and all of those things are based on reality. Reason is our rationality is acting in accordance to reality. Reason is, is our ability to perceive reality and gain knowledge. And using that knowledge, 
come to conclusions and those conclusions would lead us to have a set of morals. And we do have different abilities to think rationally. We do have different abilities to use our reason. And that is why we have different views. But I think there is a, a right decision in a particular situation almost always. It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be hard to come to that conclusion. And maybe no one can come to that conclusion until they've made that decision. But I still think that that point exists. Now, coming back to the main topic of taxation, uh, and and in general, morality having an influence on laws. I, I don't think that people's individual um, set of morals, w- which spread to more than just people's rights, should in, uh, influence decision making. Yeah, sure. Uh, but but I, I do think that having the right to your mind, having the, the, the right to your life, all these things, these are are definitely that they were put into place because are of our ability to think morally and they are objective moral standards um yes some people disagree with them but i still believe believe that they are objective moral standards and that and that's why we believe that they should they should be in place yes uh, we can agree on the fact that that specific um morals when it comes to things like religion when it comes to things like uh gay um gay marriage being a sin should not have an influence in decision making and a lot of people who believe that gay marriage is and also agree with me um th- there's a lot of people uh, there's ben shapiro um milo i think um they, they, milo. they <laughs> yeah <laughs> milo's funny milo's funny because he's like yeah being gay is a sin but i'm gay so <laughs> yeah, <he's weird. laughs> yeah but uh anyway but ben shapiro is a better example but he he, he believes that being gay uh, is a sin but he, he doesn't believe that uh, the government should be involved in the institute of marriage but these ideas are still heavily influenced by morality. Even the very notion that laws should be based entirely on our rights, that too is a set of morals. M- morality is, is, is believing what's right and wrong. So if we, if we believe that what's right is for people to have these rights, I mean, wh- where does that word come from, rights? Um, what ri- what, what's right is um, that people should have certain rights that is in- influenced by morality. So yeah, I do get what, you, what you're trying to say and I do agree with that. But when it comes to taxation, especially, I, I strongly believe that your idea of a progressive tax is actually um, a description of what you said of a specific a subjective morals having an influence on on laws because I, I believe that it is a direct infringement and a direct violation of someone's right rights to take away the products that they have earned using their mind because like I said the basic fundamental right is a right to your mind and the right to your life and everything else stems from that so if you have a right to your mind you have a right to the products you produce you have a right to the money that you earn and people shouldn't be able to take that away from you even if you've somehow uh, c- come come to this decision that you've agreed with it I mean it's not it's a moral uh, sorry it's not more it's a legal obligation that you have to um, in in systems where you have a progressive tax system but um, like I said, I don't believe that it's fair. I don't believe that it's fair at all. I, I believe that it is indeed um, a way of violating somebody's right to their mind. And that's why I think that it's, it's wrong and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a law. I, I think that we should deregulate and we should make fiscal policy in, in a way that it, it's, it's a proportionate rate that's, that's going up as people's incomes are rising, but it's not going up at disproportionate rates. Uh, addressing what, what you said about my um, point about private jets. Yes, indeed, there are still people who, who can spend a lot and there still are people who, who do uh, buy private jets. But that was just an example. My point is that the more you take away from the rich, the less expenditure is going to go back into the economy. If, even, even if that is not that much uh, less, I mean, it, it will be a lot less, but even if we still have a lot of money going back into the economy, um, I 
I still think that that that, that there's a problem because if you if, if if they have even more, it's going to help the economy even more. I, I believe the, the richer the rich get, it's going to help the economy. And yes, the richer the poor get is also going to help the economy. But bringing the rich down um, without really uplifting the poor, because the welfare state doesn't uplift the poor. I'm sorry, I don't I don't believe that it does. It does yeah, to some extent. I agree. It does to some extent, but but it can't it can't to the extent where uh, the the um, the poor can entirely re- rely on the government. But 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 like I said, bring, bringing the rich down is is not going to help us. And a progressive tax is exactly doing that. It's bridging the gap and it's bringing the rich down. If we want to bridge the gap, which I don't really think we should be trying to do, I think we should be focusing more on a cultural aspect because there's always going to be a huge gap. But that's the result of a free society. If you have a free society where people are allowed to do what they want, you're going to get lazy people uh, who, who don't work. You're going to get people who aren't going to have the ability to work. So you're going to have people who are poor. And then you're going to have to have really dedicated people, really smart people who do work and get a lot of money. That's going to happen in a free society. Um, so the gap isn't a problem. Yes, there are some cultural factors that we need to fix. But br- bridging the gap isn't going to help. It's infringing on um, rich people's rights by, by taking away from them what they have earned. With your point about uh, that it's infringing on the right to uh, mind, I think if we're saying that the government taking money out of uh, any person's revenue would be uh, violating their rights, then that would mean that like any taxation would be something that is violating, violating the rights. And I don't think, I think that taxation is definitely a thing that is required in our society and although yeah i think it's yeah i think that it's a required thing in society yeah i i, I agree with that i i believe that, that we should have taxation but i i believe that it it's it's fair and it's it's protecting people's rights so long as it's proportional and and uh that's why yeah. i think it should be flat because when it's flat like i said you're still going to behave more as your income increases it's, it, you're just going to it's just going to increase at a proportional rate and uh, in that case you're not taking away people you're not taking even more away from people when they're earning more and that i think would be uh, wrong and that i think would be infringing on people's rights so that's why taxation in general I don't believe that it's infringing on people's rights. I don't believe that it's extortion or, or theft. It is in some cases. I believe that um, uh, very like high tax rates, not even very high tax rates, but high tax rates are infringing on people's rights and they are theft. Because it, what, what is it? You're, you're taking from someone what you haven't earned, what they have earned, taking away a product of their mind. And that is theft. I believe that that is absolutely theft. But when it's at a lower rate and when it's proportionate and it's flat, then it's not theft. It's just it's just a way to to help recirculate, and it's just a way to help ha- help have a governing body, which is important to a country. Uh, I don't believe anarchy is the answer. Um, I'd also like to address your point about um, with a progressive rat- tax rate being based on morality. I don't base my view that I don't base my support of a progressive tax rate on morality because I think like there are many people who would say, oh, it's immoral to ha- or it's immoral to have people have so much more money i don't agree with that i think if you work hard and you are able to earn the money then you should that shouldn't be something that's immoral um i base it on that again like i said in my opening statement i think it's definitely something that a fi- that when you have a progressive tax rate it is a solution for issues we have in our society including the political and social instability and also it's with the fact flat tax rate uh, you, the government cannot get enough, even though they could, and it wouldn't. Like if you if you tax a person with uh, like who earns like like say ten thousand salary, and then you 
and you tax them 10% and you tax someone with 50,000, uh, the same amount, it's definitely a much bigger impact on the person with 10,000 because the, with the 50,000 person still has a lot of money, like you said, to put money, to put money back into society and still sustain themselves. But a person who's lower down, like that 10,000 would, that tax would hurt them a far greater amount. So that's why I, I believe that, that there should be two brackets and one bracket that doesn't pay tax at all. And that's a, a bracket where people aren't earning um, that much money. So taxing them would, uh, in fact, hurt their ability to be able to uh, sustain themselves, to be able to um, make livelihood. So, yes, I, I believe that there should be some. And yes, you could call that progressive, but it's it's the very basic level of progressive, two brackets only. One more point, which I haven't brought up yet, but I'm, I think I'll bring this up uh, and then we'll, we'll wrap this podcast up because it's getting quite long. Um, and that is that, is that um, another problem with a progressive tax rate, such as the one in the United States of America or some other countries, is that when you have such a complicated tax system, what's going to happen and what does happen is that the ultra-rich, the ultra-wealthy and corporations are going to find loopholes. They do because they, they, they have contacts mm. in the government. They have the right uh, people to to find those loopholes, to study the, the tax system and to find those loopholes. And at the end of the day, they're still p- paying less in tax. In fact, it goes so low that they're probably even paying less to, than the rate that, that the poor are, are paying. So... I think that it's highly ineffective when you have a progressive tax rate, not only because it, I, I believe it to be unfair, but also because I believe it uh, to be very easy for rich people with, with the right contacts and the right um, resources to e- evade these taxes, to f- to find loopholes around them. Not evade because they're doing it legally. They're just finding loopholes in the tax documents. Uh, so... Yeah, so, so I believe that's one more thing that's very important to consider. So uh, I, I'll let you I'll let you just um, respond to that, and then we'll wrap this podcast up. Okay, so I definitely agree that loopholes, the tax loopholes, are a big problem, and I think that uh, I still uh, believe that it, if um, a progressive tax rate is still important, even if we have to crack down on loopholes, and I think that's a very important thing that we should spend more time on trying to close those loopholes. And I think it is something that people work hard to do, and it's definitely a difficult thing, but I don't think that outweighs the um, the benefits of a progressive tax system. And I think the, the basic uh, reason I support the progressive tax rate is because when, like, like I said before, it, when you have a flat tax rate, it shifts the burden away from the rich and toward the poor. It, and if you have what you say with your, with the like where you have two brackets, it still has similar effects. Like people would want to be at the top of the war bracket and pay nothing in taxes instead of it uh, and, and wouldn't want to go up to the higher bracket. But if they pay nothing in taxes, they're 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 still going to be the, the bracket will be that low that you you'll uh, you'll be at a level where you can't really you you're not you're not living well. You are earning enough to to make a livelihood, but you still have a motivation to go up because when once you go up, it, it, it's not a very very high um what you call it a high requirement that will let you go into the system where you pay 10 percent of 10 to 15 or maximum 20 percent which is what i believe should be the maximum tax rate uh flat tax rate um if, if you go that high you're, you're still um at a benefit as compared to if, if you're not paying any tax at all but anyway uh continue so uh 
I would definitely. So if if you're having it low, then it's still uh, with with the upper bracket. If you you still have a um, there's the poor there's or relatively poor at the bottom of that bracket and rich at the top. So there's still an yeah. um, still shifts the burden from the people at the top to the people at the bottom, and the people at the bottom have less influence in society. And well, the people at the, the people burden. at the bottom. The people at the bottom have an incentive to work harder and earn more because they're not going to have to pay that much more tax because they're going to remain in the same bracket. And that's going to drive a lot more people to, to succeed and to become more wealthy. And that's going to help the economy a lot. That's a, that's actually a very good point. Um, I think that it's still people who are like people may be driven to uh, go higher in tax or in the uh, just go higher in income. But um with people who don't like there will always be people who are going to be don't do that like that's just yeah like a fact so when you have the people at the bottom who have less influence in society would have a higher uh would be more affected by the tax than the people who have a bigger influence in society and i think if you have a bigger well, influence in society it's perfectly reasonable to contribute more to it in taxes well well, they still are, first of all. But if 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 they're if they're given incentive to work harder, the, I'm talking about the poor people at the bottom of the uh, tax bracket. If they're given an incentive to work harder and 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 to become more wealthy, uh, and and they choose not to, um, I mean, okay, there are cases where they choose to and they still don't manage to do it. But in the cases where they choose not to, then I, I believe absolutely that they do deserve to um, have that burden. I mean, they're they're going to be paying more in taxes, and yes, they will be able to sustain, sustain themselves better if if they if they climb up that burden and uh, have a have a higher uh, income. But I think that they they're they're paying like we like. People like to say so much. They're paying their fair share. The rich are paying their fair share because they're paying a higher amount anyway. They're paying a percentage of their income, and the people at the bottom are also paying their fair share because they they earn that much. And but we're, we're basing the fact that they earn that much, and that's how much that they're going to have to pay. So they're still going to be able to sustain themselves. They're still going to be able to live. They just won't be able to spend on luxuries. But I think that's fine. They they deserve not to be able to spend on those luxuries because. A lot of them are happy like that. They're happy like that. Leave them like that. But if if, if they're unhappy like that and they're complaining about it, then they should just work harder. Uh, it's it, I know a lot of the times it's not that simple that you just work harder and you get more money. But but in the USA, where you have so many job opportunities, so many opportunities in general, why they call it the land of opportunity. A lot of the times, if you have people that are very poor, it, it's 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 their fault. It's it's not it's not the economy it's not something around them a lot of the times it's their fault so i believe that if they do have a high burden um that that is is completely reasonable so anyway um you can just say some last things like make it one minute max because this has become quite a long podcast um yeah and then we'll just wrap it up real quick okay so i would definitely agree with you um that when that it's definitely partly the fault of like poor people, it would be definitely partly their fault that they are in a that situation. They don't. The burden is not based on whether they deserve it or not. It's based on what will work the best in society. 
Okay. Anyway, um, that that'll that'll probably uh, I'll wrap this up. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. It was good talking to you. We'll definitely uh um talk about this more. Maybe on text. Maybe another time. Um, uh, it, it it's it's been um good hearing your your ideas. Uh, it's it was quite a thoughtful discussion. I think. Um, anyway, so thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, the, the, this has been your host Anis Sapute, and I've been here with my, my guest Sam of Diverse Political Views. Be sure to check his political account out as well as mine at TSD Politics. That'll do it for us um, at the sign of the dollar. Thank you.